0: All righty everybody, good afternoon, Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast, week number nine of the NFL season, uh, where the NFL heads to Frankfurt, Germany, and how lucky is Germany to see two of the top teams in the AFC and in all of football, the Dolphins and the Chiefs tomorrow morning, 9.30 Eastern time, and uh, don't forget everybody, your clocks uh, are actually going to fall back this weekend, so you get an extra hour of sleep to... uh, Rest up for that big game, Wiz. How you doing?
1: Doing well. Looking forward to uh, to that game tomorrow. Uh, it should be uh, it should be a good game. And a lot of times these these teams games with high scoring teams doesn't like quite live up the expectations. Um, but you know this one this one has the. Uh, you know, not only the two teams, but you know Tyree Kill, former Chief, and all that stuff. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens, but uh, it, it should be a terrific game.
0: I right, I thought it was kind of interesting uh, for this particular game. Um, the teams took opposite approaches in terms of when they got to Germany. The Dolphins getting there earlier in the week. The Chiefs delaying. I think they didn't get there till yesterday. I'm curious if you think that could potentially have some impact, because obviously we're talking about time zone changes.
1: Yeah, no, I'm more concerned about, like, Raheem, I watched him last week. He didn't appear to be 100%, and I'm just wondering with that long flight with the ankle, that's going to affect him. And Patrick Mahomes, obviously, was not nearly 100%. And him having to take that long flight. So that's what I'm really looking at. I'm not so much concerned about, you know, the teams getting themselves acclimated to that. I think I think there's teams are just so used to all kinds of travel. that uh, That's not going to be much of a factor once the game starts.
0: Yeah, well, that's fair. It's a funny week, Wiz. Uh, you, you know, you take a, a look across the entire NFL this week. Tons of backup quarterbacks. Guys that people have never heard of that are going to be taking snaps this week uh, in in a variety of games, not just one. Uh, but at the same time, um, you have some real premier matchups. Uh, in division matchup, obviously, uh, Dallas Philadelphia, the game which was ended up being a playoff game last year after the Demar Hamlin game that was of course suspended, and that is Buffalo and Cincinnati. And of course, the game tomorrow, tomorrow morning. And but you look at a lot of these games, was almost all of the over unders uh, are, are centered around the forty level. Uh, whereas those three games, uh, there's a little bit different take. Uh, it's kind of a feast of famine week when you look at the games. Just on a quick, just on a quick note, Not, uh, It's also a bye week um, for four teams this week. No Broncos, no Lions, no Jaguars, no Niners. So guys like Etienne and and McCaffrey need to be replaced in lineups, of course. But uh, yeah, that was just my quick and dirty, just looking at the schedule. Like those those three games kind of popped up at me uh, of, of really marquee matchups. And, you know, a lot of the matchups uh, throughout the rest of the league are uh, littered with guys that are, are, are backups. But not, that being said, still some interesting storylines. Obviously, Josh McDaniels fired in Vegas. How does the team respond to that? I'm going to be curious to see what you think about that particular game. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. So lots of action, of course. Once again, week number nine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get right to it. The wagering uh, um Portion of the podcast that we like to do, uh, and uh, I'm going to start off uh, with five games um, that I'm taking this week. I, I like these games. I wouldn't say I love any of these games, um, but might hear my five that I like. I'm going to leave the six points with the Ravens against Seattle. I just want to remain on that Raven train right now. They look like they have things going on. Uh, I know Seattle's, you know, a top of their division, um, but. I don't know. Just that game was not impressive last week Only against the Browns with P.J. Walker. Uh, I just think the Ravens really have it going on right now. I'm going to lay six with, the, with points with them. I'm going to take the Bears with eight and a half points against the Saints. Well, you know, it, there's not much of an endorsement I could say about the Bears. I just don't want to, you know, I just think the eight and a half points. is just too many points with an inconsistent Saints team. I'm going to lay three points with the Texans against Tampa. And I do realize that. Um, Pierce is out and Singletary gets the start for the Texans tomorrow, but I'm still going to leave at three points. Tampa Bay just, I don't know, it looks like they were playing much better at the beginning of the season. And I think the Texans are going to win this game at home. Uh, I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers, plus two against the Colts. I think this is one of those situations where, you know, the light switch goes on, you win one game, and I, now I think more are going to follow. So I want to go Carolina, plus two against the Colts. And my last game is. Man, Cincinnati, I think that bye week did that team wonders. Um, I want to lay two and a half points with Cincinnati against Buffalo. I don't think they fear Buffalo at all. And uh, Joe Burrow looks completely healthy uh, and back to me. And on offense, I just think there's going to be too much for the Bills to handle. So my final game is going to be the Bengals, and I'm going to lay two and a half points.
0: Yeah, so I, I will say this: uh, we don't talk before these uh, the, before these podcasts. Believe it or not, I have five games as well. Three of them are common, uh, which is kind of interesting, uh, including the last one that you mentioned. So I kind of want to stick on that one. You know, these injuries was uh, that have happened in Buffalo to guys like Tredavious White and Matt Milano uh, can't be taken lightly. Uh, I think Buffalo is not the same team as you mentioned a healthier Joe Burrow. I, th- I thought more importantly, the way Joe Burrow threw the ball last week against San Fran. And if you remember one of my prop bets last week was, was for him to actually throw for multiple touchdowns in that game, which he did. Um, and he did that cr- quickly, but I, I just, he, he was able to kind of look back quickly and then take off. He just looked like a completely different football player that we saw at the beginning of the year. So like you, I I really like Cincinnati I came and I think Buffalo's, uh, warts that they have on defense as a result of injuries are going to really show forth in this particular ball game. So I'm with you there. The other two games I'm with you on kind of for the same reasons. Uh, I like what I saw um, out of Carolina, that defense kind of responded last week. And I think getting that first win was was important for this team. They switched things around offensive coordinator-wise. Frank Reich wasn't calling plays. I know they didn't put up a lot of points in the game. But, yeah, I like Carolina in that game. And it was a bad, bad beat last week that I took by a half point at the end of that Arizona-Baltimore game. It was a nine-and-a-half point spread. It ended up being a nine-point differential. Seattle, to me, looks like a very different team on the road. At times, I find that Geno Smith can get very rattled, and this is the right type of team to get rattled against. The Ravens look really good. So those, I, I agree with you. I, I like the Ravens, I like Carolina, and I like Cincinnati. Uh, the other two games that I have that are different, Wiz, uh, I am looking at that Chicago, uh, Sorry, the Miami-Kansas City game. I like Miami. The, the line's moving in, in favor of, of the Chiefs. Sorry, of, of the Dolphins, I understand that It started off as two and a half. It's down to one and a half now. I, I, I'm I'm concerned about the time the, the time change thing. I'm also concerned. I, I I don't love what I see offensively out of the Chiefs. I know Patrick Mahomes was under the weather last week, but I, I'm going to say in this particular ball game, it's going to be difficult for Kansas City to stick with Miami's offense. So I'm going with Miami. And Wiz, I think you pointed this out late last year. I'm pretty sure you did point this out last year when we were going into the Super Bowl. You felt that the Eagles' defense had a lot of warts in terms of when they played quality competition last year. They struggled, and it's a younger defense this year. They've lost some senior people in the defense. I like the way the Cowboys are playing. I, I, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this game. Wiz. Uh, it's a three point. They are getting three, and I'm going to take them against the Eagles in this particular game.
1: Very good. Yeah, you know this is this is a real um, this is an important game for Dallas. I mean, if Dallas wants to be considered seriously about being a top of the NFC, not amongst the best in the NFC, but a top, they really need to go into Philadelphia because that resume is looking terrible with that getting blasted by the 49ers. And if they go into Philadelphia and they get blasted again on Sunday, um, it's really not going kind to of good. No one's going to take them you know, seriously as far as being a real champion, a possibility to come out of the NFC. So we'll see how that one plays out. A very, very important game for Dallas.
0: Uh, uh, can I say one thing was, you know, you talked about Mostert's injury. The, the one thing I noticed last week in the Eagles game, there was a couple of times Jalen Hurts when he pulled up after running, just didn't look right, kind of limping and stuff. We know coming into that game, he kind of banged up in, in the previous game. Uh, it's just something I keep my eye on there as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's an important point, um, especially against Dallas. So we'll we'll see how that how that plays out. So, don't you start us off with the props? How many do you have? And uh, among the ones that you have, are there any? standouts as far as you're
0: concerned i have two guys uh that i'm looking at that i'm standing i don't love the odds i'm getting on one of the players but i I, and i'm actually hoping that the odds actually move up in terms of his receptions uh because i think the guy is going to go over in both yardage and receptions two-unit play on the player when i get to it i have another player that i have a two-unit play uh two-unit play on so i'll get those at the end um Derek Carr, Wiz, has thrown for over 300 yards three games in a row. The Bears do not have a potent defense. Obviously, they have added Montez Sweat, but that secondary can be thrown upon. I'm going to say Derek Carr goes over 252 and half yards in that in this particular game. You mentioned Tyree Kill going against his former team. I listened to him in an interview earlier in the week. He is so excited about this particular game. I looked at his... Receiving and rushing yards together, Um, I'm going to go over 90 and a half. I I could see Tyree Kill touching the ball. Especially with most of being down, something like 15 times in this game was over 94 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Tyreek Hill. You've talked about Jordan Love, uh, the way they've kind of been using him and how he's been running a little bit more. Uh, we know that the uh, front four, at least, of the Rams will try to get after the quarterback. Uh, I think Love will move around a little bit more. Minus 13 and a half yards rushing. I'm taking you over for Jordan Love uh, in that particular instance. Uh, I like Jamar Chase in the game against Buffalo is over 88 and a half yards receiving. And the other one I like, so I actually have seven. The other one I really like this week, Brees Hall against the Chargers. We know the Chargers have no rushing defense. Uh, that's been the case for some time. Uh, Brees Hall over 79 and a half yards rushing and receiving against the Chargers. And the two unit plays with uh, Demario Douglas is going to get every opportunity to touch the football with all of the injuries uh for the Patriots at the receiving core. They lost uh, Kendrick Bourne. No Devontae Parker this week. Over four and a half catches for Demario Douglas. And I'm going over three and a half catches and over 38 and a half yards. Dalton Kincaid against Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is the worst in the league, Wiz, against the tight end in fantasy. Uh, And the other thing is, there's no Dawson Knox. So those are my prop bets for the week, Wiz.
1: So you have three... You have three two-unit plays, two unit plays? Douglas and then two.
0: double. Yeah, double d- on, d- yeah, so sorry, three. Yeah, so double double dip on Kincaid and Douglas. That's correct.
1: Okay, and then and then how many one unit plays did you have?
0: Carr, Hill, Jordan Love, Jamar Chase, and Brees Hall. There you go. Okay.
1: Five one unit plays and three two unit plays, double dipping on uh on like the same the same game parley, uh so you get both of them in there where you just take Kincaid receptions and and yards uh see what kind of odds you get on that uh for me uh, there's one i'm just playing one there's a standout play for me um i want to go under 14 and a half rushing attempts tony pollard that's the only play i want to make um it's been eight weeks of the nfl season so far and exactly zero running backs have had 15 or more carries against the Eagles. And there's a reason for that. Um, there was a few reasons for it. One is teams are rarely, rarely in command in the second half and the fourth quarter against Eagles where they could just ground and pound it. And the other thing is, boy, the Eagles love to take time of possession, running the ball. They love those long minutes, those long drives, take time off the clock. And they don't really just give a lot of opportunities to the opposing team. So, um, if I lose, I lose, but I just have to go with a bet that has not taken place yet this year. So my 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 one play, and I'm feeling pretty good about this, is Tony Pollard under 14 and a half rushing attempts.
0: So I, I look, I just look quickly at that, was just to so let you know. So Tony, obviously, Ezekiel uh, Elliott was around beforehand, but he's played six career games against the Eagles. He's never had more than 11 in any game. Um I would say the interesting thing is there's only two games this year where he has gone over 20 carries, and the last four games he's he's been 11, eight, 15, and 12. And more frequently, you do see Dattle Dattle coming out, you know, a fair amount of time uh, again, you know, to to give him a spell. So I think your reasoning is uh, is interesting and uh, and pretty solid. In addition to that,
1: yeah, well, we will see how it uh, plays out. I'll definitely be playing your. Uh... Kincaid for many reasons One to join you hopefully you will uh, will win and uh, also I have uh, Dalton Kincaid in several leagues and uh, I'm hoping um, the Bills offense is actually going to start freeing him up and actually letting him be the player that he's capable of being I don't know what took place those first seven of the weeks they were running him in you know he's really such an athletic fast player I just don't know what kind of routes they had him running the first seven weeks but uh hopefully it'll be continuing what took place last week and uh and that uh, we'll hit our wager on uh, don't as well
0: yeah all right sounds good uh, i'm just curious what you think that that raider uh giant game you know daniel jones is back uh, saquon barkley has touched the ball a million times three games in a row uh I was actually looking to see if there were tackle uh, bets for Max Crosby and Kayvon Thibodeau in that game. Those aren't out yet, tackles and assists. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to see what that game looks like. It's you know, We know the giant offensive line has been maligned. Daniel Jones, how confident is he? Uh, it sounds like the Raiders are in full exultation that uh, Josh McDaniels has been st- showing the door. You and I have been unbelievably critical of this pers- this guy as a coach uh, for-, for some time. Uh, don't feel he's an NFL coach, and uh, he's gone. He's been showing the door. Uh, I'm-, I'm glad to see that change has taken place. Antonio Pierce, a former Giant, uh, maybe a player. I mean, the players look like they're jumping for joy in- in- <laughs> for Las Vegas, Wiz.
1: Yeah, I don't think they, they really care who they brought in as head coach. It's more, I think, at this point. I'm I'm not taking anything away from Anthony Pierce. I'm not saying he's not a player's coach. And, of course, being a player, he probably could really relate to them. I'm just saying this is probably an addition uh, by subtraction of getting rid of Josh McDaniel and that the, they're they're fired up uh, about it. Now, I, I'm curious if this is going to free up Hunter Renfro a little bit and maybe the, the coaching staff on the Raiders' We're also shocked that little he was used under Josh McDaniel these last um, year and a half. So we'll see we'll see what happens with that. But this is uh, you know an interesting game and with Daniel Jones returning. What's your level of confidence in Daniel Jones? Off that injury, do you think that um, the, you know he's going to be able to do some running of the football as well? Like, well, what are you? What are your expectations for him?
0: Yeah, I'm not wow. sure. You know, it's funny they don't have a rushing line for him in this particular game, uh, and you know, Max Crosby is a game wrecker. Uh, I haven't seen officially if Andrew Thomas has been ruled out yet. He had been practicing a bit this week, so. I mean, the Giants are hoping that they could put some semblance of a professional offensive line out there. If they can do that, I'll have a little bit more confidence. I mean, that being said, Saquon Barkley has able been able to gain. I mean, the Jets knew he was going to run the ball every time. He was still gaining yards against them last week. So, um, you know, that was a tough loss. They should have never lost that football game. So my confidence level is not super high. But I'm just very curious on kind of how that entire game plays out. You know, Giants taking a bitter loss and Las Vegas coming off the coaching change. So I find it to be one of the more intriguing games on the board. Absolutely. All right, so that's a wrap. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you are listening and subscribing. Uh, Wiz, enjoy your Sunday. Uh, Nice and early, like we said, starting off tomorrow morning, 9.30 in the morning. That is the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Those fans are very lucky to have that ball game. Wiz, enjoy, and we will speak next week. All right, you got it.